Welcome to the Building Your Dream Career podcast with Three Skills co-founders Toby, Josh, Mariane, and Anissa. In this first episode, what I wanted to talk about was essentially how I was able to build my dream career so far, even though it was a very like, you know, haphazard way of getting there. Right. And uh, (laughs) there's been a lot of ups and downs, obviously. um, But I, I really want to cover one of the major, major points that I talk about uh, very often. You know, if you follow me on LinkedIn, uh, Toby Oluwale on LinkedIn, um, you'll you'll notice that I talk about my failures quite often, right? And uh, one of the things that I keep going back to is applying to Shopify seven times. Why on earth did I apply to Shopify seven times? Like what was in my brain that made me go like, let's go again? I'm going to break that down for you um, because I, I genuinely think it took me like four or five years to actually build my dream role and my dream career, at least find something that would take me down that path. And that is why I feel like this is worth breaking down. So we can go back to the beginning, right? And and if you've ever come to one of my you know webinars, seminars, any of those things, I, I've, I've said a version of this story. But I, I want to cover all of my bases today since we have the time, <laughs> right? But essentially, you know, growing up, my, my parents were entrepreneurs. They still are. My grandparents, entrepreneurs. And uh, from the age of 15, I started to sell, you know, whatever I could find and make a profit. So I was selling lollipops. I was selling noodles, I, you know, flipping iPhones. I did some network marketing. I sold some party tickets when I moved to France in 2014. Uh, I tried selling Yeezys. I tried flipping couches. And I just kept trying to figure out, okay, like, you know, how do I make a profit? And in 2015, I came across uh, hoverboards on my way back from France. I, you know, I don't know what I, what website I was on, but I remember just seeing someone like standing on a this electric board and it moving. And I went, this is going to be a hit. So I got into the market. I, I purchased, you know, a couple of boards from Alibaba. Uh, I had no idea what I was doing. Some of the boards actually came broken, um, and I had to like get my friend to fix them. But essentially, um, that's how I got started. I bought some boards, and then I I started thinking like, how you know, how do you sell these? I didn't know how to build a website. I wasn't a, a, a coder. That's what I called them back then, coders. Um, I wasn't a software engineer or, or like a a developer, right? I was like, how do I, and I had a friend that essentially had built like a couple sites on like WordPress and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, I'll set you up with a Shopify store. It's like Shopify, never heard of Shopify. Cool name. Um, but he set me up with a Shopify store and funny thing, like he, the Shopify store back then was probably like, you know, 20, $30 to get started. He was, he charged me like a thousand dollars or something. It was like 500 or a thousand dollars to, to set me up. And then I found out later on that I could have just paid like 29. Anyways, it's very important. This is why you should know information. Okay. Um, and not like, you know, 
just trust people blindly. But anyways, I gave him the money. You know, we got going. Um, I put the boards up. And it was ready in like probably a week or two. And I that was the first time I was like, wow, like this is how far we've come. Like we can actually build a website in like a couple of weeks. Like that's crazy. Pretty sure these used to take like forever. So that was the first time I really noticed Shopify because to me it was powerful that, you know, first time entrepreneur with limited amount of money could somehow start a website, right? So I start selling the hoverboards. Uh, again, some of you will know this, but as I'm selling the hoverboards, I'm selling it on Shopify. You know, I'm taking payments and stuff, and I'm also selling it on like Kijiji, right? And uh, selling it on like Facebook, right, or wherever else I could find. Writing it around—that was my uh, marketing strategy. I would just write it around, and then people would stop me and be like, "Hey, where did you get that?" And I'm like, "Oh, I sell them." And they're like, "Whoa, can I buy one?" And I like whip out my phone, like, "Yeah, you can buy one right now." So I would like get <laughs> as I take their number, or like, you know, they would pay on the spot. This lady bought four for her whole family. She bought four of them, like off the bat. And I had this guy in Montreal that would come and deliver them. Because uh, I ran out of inventory very quickly, I only bought five initially, and he come deliver them every weekend. And I call all the customers like, "Hey, your board is here, right?" So that was my little thing going. And then eventually, I get robbed um, <laughs> at uh, knife point by one of the customers, which was so ridiculous. Like he stole my board, his board, or the board he was supposed to buy, and my phone. So I was like stranded. I had to like get some stranger to give me his phone. I called the police. They took a statement. And then, you know, the guy essentially, you know, goes and rides the board at a big mall here in Ottawa, the Rito Center. And one of my friends posts on my Facebook page and goes, hey, I just saw a guy riding a green hoverboard. And you got you to gotta remember, like, this is super early. Like, hoverboards were not big yet. So bright green hoverboard, people knew I had been robbed because I posted about it on Facebook. So it was probably my board and they caught the guy and all of that stuff. Actually, really cool was they got the guy. I got my board back and I took a picture. I wrote up like a little like summary of what had happened. And I sent it to all the uh, newspapers in Ottawa and the Ottawa Sun ran it. <laughs> and it was pretty awesome, actually, because what happened from there was like people started coming to buy the board. I, th I think I probably did like $10,000 that month, which was pretty crazy from such a low point of getting robbed. But it just goes to show there's an opportunity in almost any like downfall or mistake there's literally an opportunity waiting there so uh, i get the board back sales go up i'm pumping them through shopify and that was when i was like you know what maybe i like i think i want to work at a company like shopify that was like the first time i just kind of like you know i was about to graduate the next year so i was starting to think about you know where do i want to work it's like maybe i want to work at a company like shopify but you know, at that time, I, I didn't even know what I was doing. Like, I didn't know what to apply to. I applied to like Lululemon. I applied to a whole bunch of different places. Like, yes, I would have been wearing tights. But I was like, as long as someone's paying me, like I will do whatever it takes, right? Like to get my permanent residency and all that stuff. So I essentially, you know, ended up just taking like a job at a very small startup. It was like eight of us. And I, you know, I got into sales. And the reason the, the CEO hired me was because I had pretty much like gotten my hoverboard business off the ground and then turned it into $10,000 in a month 
And he was really impressed. He was like, if you can sell hoverboards, you can sell software. I'm like, dude, if you can pay me, like I'll show up Monday to Friday. Like <laughs> I didn't even care what, it, you know, what it was. So that's how I got into like tech sales. But at the back of my mind, I, I always thought like, you know, maybe maybe one day I'll be ready for, for Shopify. Right. And I started, you know, I met one of the directors there. He used to go to my church and, uh, you know, we hung out and we started getting close. And a year into that job, I get uh, I, I was like we were laid off, like literally the, <laughs> we just walked into the office and uh, the CEO was like, hey, we're, we're out of money. Um, you know, everyone leave your laptop and, you, you know, you can go home. I was like, what the flip just happened? That was my first shocker. First of all, I had him in saving because I was like, you know, making money, 40 grand a year. I was like, this is the most money I've ever made. I'm not going to, you know, save. I'll probably keep making it. So I I ended up like having nothing. But my friend, the director at Shopify, he put in a referral for me. So like a month after I like, you know, lost my job, I get a call or a message from someone at Shopify. This is 2017. Hey, we want to interview you. I'm like, interview me. I don't like what happened, you know? And, and then you know, obviously my friend tells me that he uh, submitted a referral for me. So I, you know, I go ahead and like, you know, complete the application and all that stuff. I'm like, yeah, like, sure. I, like I'll come in, but I was so underqualified. <laughs> And I was so intimidated, right? That I was like, okay, I have to like oversell myself. I'd only done a year of sales. I didn't really know what I was doing, but I'd only, I definitely had only done a year of sales. And, you know, I walk into this humongous office in, I think they just moved into like Elgin. And I'm like, what am I doing here? Like, this is insane, right? And I have like my resume printed out and I have like a sheet that shows like all my stats of like the meetings I've booked. And I go through the interview and I could just like tell that I was so massively inexperienced based off like my answers and the questions. And like, you know, I, I had basically figured out sales by myself. So this was not like going to work out. I was very like, <laughs> I was barely confident. Right. But I, I did my best. I tried to oversell. Obviously I get a call back, you know, you didn't get the job. I'm like, crap. Okay, well, I got to get some other jobs. I get some other job. And then again, you know, now I'm hooked, right? I've seen the office. I've used the platform. I believe in the product. The CEO's name is Toby. I'm like, what? Like, do I need any other signs? And so in 2018, again, I apply. And, you know, I go through the interview this time, a little bit more confident, right? Got like a little walk with me. I change up my dress code. I'm like, you know, I have some sales under my belt. And I'm like, you know what? I think they're going to call me back. I'm telling like some of my co-workers at that time, I'm like, yeah, I think they're going to call me back. No callback. I'm like, okay, crap. Like, what did I do this time? They're like, you didn't ask enough questions. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like I asked. So what happened was I had two interviewers, two separate interviewers, both for an hour. And so I'd ha asked the first guy all my like 47 questions. We talked for an hour. He'd answered all my questions. So when I got into the second interview, I just didn't ask any questions. And I remember thinking like, yeah, like, you know, they're going to talk and know that I asked these questions. So to get that feedback, I almost lost it. But a very important lesson, treat each interview as a separate interview. You ask 10, 20 questions in one with one interviewer, 
gather up again, ask it again to the next interviewer. Do not, do not accept just like, oh yeah, they're going to talk. No, no, no. You have to treat each interview as a separate interview. Have 10 to 20 really good questions. Treat each interview as a separate interview. So that was the second time. And then, <laughs> you know, again, I apply, I believe in like the end of 2018. Um, this time, I don't even think I get a call back. I just deleted it like immediately. I was so pissed. Then I apply again in 2019. And, you know, this time I get to the final stages. Um, I completely botched it again. You know, this was like just before my wedding. I was so confident I was going to get it. Um, I didn't get it. And then again in 2019, after my wedding, I, you know, I got <laughs> I got asked. Uh, they were like, hey, you should come back and, and interview. And, you know, I go back and I interview again, get to the final stages again. And this time, because they reached out, I was 100%. I was like, no, not 100. I was like 95% confident. I was like, they're definitely going to hire me. I'm like putting the, you know, the things in place at work. I'm moving on my folders. I'm clearing out the trash on my laptop. I'm sanitizing my desk. I'm starting to take things home. And uh, I get a call like, hey, it's, you know, you can always tell, right? Like from, <laughs> I don't know if you ever experienced this, but you can always tell if you ever get a call from a recruiter, you can always tell within the first two seconds if it's good news or bad news. She's like, hey, it's whatever her name was. Hey, it's Shayna. I was like, no. She's like, I wish I had better news. I'm like, you better have better news. Like, I cleared my desk. But she didn't. Uh, and she said, you know, hey, you know, you know, we think you're too green. And, you know, the hiring manager thought you still needed some experience because I was applying for sales roles. And I was genuinely devastated. Like, I remember that day going upstairs in the office where I was working and just like crying. I was just bawling my eyes out. Actually, every time I got rejected from Shopify, I literally bawled my eyes out. Like my my girlfriend at the time, now my wife, had to like literally like be like, it's okay. You will survive. All my friends had, you know, because I had a really big mouth, I'd be like, hey, I've applied to Shopify, you know, I'm in the final stages and then not get it and then not get it and then not get it like six times. It was frustrating. But essentially people like, you know, they'd have to like literally get me to stop crying so didn't get it that time i'm pretty sure that was the sixth time um of applying right because there's some i didn't actually get in but that one almost broke me i was like i'm i'm not applying to shopify again like i'm so done um honestly i'm i'm so 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 done and uh it, it almost broke me honestly but but i knew that um i love shopify i knew i believed in the product i knew i believed in the leadership, right, of, of Shopify. I used to listen to Toby and Harley's podcasts and they just sounded like my people. They just sounded like my people. And so, um, you know, I, I kind of gave up. I was like, I'll never, you know, apply again. To make things worse, my my friend, who's Mariani, one of our co-founders here, um, she, her husband, or, you know, now husband, had landed a job in like 2018 there. She obviously wanted to work there as well and now does as a recruiter. Um, but then she landed a job in 2019 and left me in our old company. And I was so happy for her and so heartbroken for me. And so, you know, we were working together. We've known each other for like 10 years. So we were like, you know, cubicle buddies. 
and you know we had both been applying to shopify and she got in i'm pretty sure in 2019 and i was so happy but i was so broken and i was like oh my gosh this sucks and so i i obviously didn't get to you know i had to stay for a while at the old company that was like december 2019 um and then the pandemic starts happening it's march 2020 i'm not doing well in my sales job honestly i feel like i'm going to absolutely like get fired because i'm just not doing well we're starting to work from home and i was like you know what you know i'm just scrolling on linkedin one day in april um 2020 i'm just scrolling you know people are starting to say things like um unprecedented times <laughs> i just remember like that just kept popping in these are unprecedented times and you know all, all this stuff but essentially i was scrolling and just as i was about to close the laptop i see um, on the Shopify uh, page on LinkedIn, uh, pause, this is an important thing for you to take note of. If you really want to work at a company, you need to be following their page, their official page on LinkedIn. There's stuff that they will post that you will not be able to see if you are not following them. Okay. So let me continue. So they post, you know, hey, Shopify still hiring. I'm like Shopify still hiring. In this pandemic, in the pandy, um, and and I was like, okay, uh, let me see what they have out there. Historically, I'd uh, applied for um, account executive roles, like sales roles. So I was like, you know what? Let me look around this time. Let me not just like jump in, right? Maybe I've been applying to the wrong role. And I go in, and I'm like looking around, and I come across this merchant success manager. I'm like, what the heck is a merchant success manager? I go through the job description and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is me. This is literally the perfect role for me. I've done every single one of these things except one thing. But I was like, I've done 90% of it, right? Like I'm, I'm confident that I could get this. So I'm like, it's the seventh time, you know, you've been disappointed so many times. Do you need to apply again? And the question was answered immediately, yes, if this is what I want and this is what I believe in, I need to apply again, right? I, I cannot stop believing. Don't stop. Just kidding. Uh, but don't stop believing, honestly. So, but this time I'm like, you know, we've been running three skills for almost a year. We've been teaching people how to get jobs. We had helped like 30 people get jobs. I'm like, this time I know exactly what to do. I know exactly how to stand out. I know exactly how to reach out. I know exactly how to do my resume. I'm going to crush this, destroy it, absolutely demolish it. And I was so ready. So what I did was, you know, I looked at Mariani's resume because she had just gotten the job and I built my resume to mirror the job description, but using her format, her type of approach, I put a picture on my resume for the first time ever. And um, I literally like messaged one of my friends who had referred me in the past. I was like, listen, I know this is like, you know, this upteenth time that I'm applying, but I need you to refer me. I I really want this role. And he goes, yeah, I'll refer you. So um, what I do is instead of just giving him my resume, I say, this is exactly what I want you to say about me. Because a lot of times when you're submitting a referral, someone's submitting a referral for you, they have to say like why they believe you're a good fit culturally and for the job. So I told him like, this is exactly what I want you to say about me. This is exactly what I want you to highlight about my experience to position me for this job. And so he did. And uh, we submitted the resume around like 1 a.m. 
obviously I go to bed. I'm like, you know, not thinking much of it. 8 a.m. I wake up. I'm like checking my emails. There is an email from the recruiter. It's like 8 or 9 a.m. the next day. And she's like, hey, I want to schedule a call with you. I'm like, oh, my God, it's happening for the seventh time. Um, and I, you know, got on the call with her. It went really well. Her name's Sarah Jorgensen. Shout out to you, Sarah. Um, you changed my life. I appreciate you so much for giving me a shot. So, you know, I, I get the, you know, the interview. They skip me past the life story interview, which is like the second stage. Uh, where you get to talk about why your life has prepared you for Shopify, essentially. So they skip me a life story interview and uh, right to the final stages. So I go into the final stages. But just before the final stages, once I'm interviewing, I reach out to 10 MSMs, Merchant Success Managers, that are working at Shopify in this role I'm applying to. And one of them reaches out to me or reaches back out to me. And uh, he's from the same place I'm from in Nigeria. So another tip. Try starting with people that look like you. There's way more empathy in the foundation of that conversation right off the bat. So he reaches out back out to me. He's like, I'm, I'm going to help you. So he tells me like, this is how you should prep. This is what they're going to ask. This is this. This is that. Helps me get ready. And I'm like blown away. Right. And I realized like, oh, my God, like there's no way I would get this job, this job if he hadn't helped me. So I go through. I, I'm over prepared. I'm so ready. I'm confident. I have the insider information. I know everything I need to know. And I go and I apply, crush the interview with the first uh, with the first hiring manager, demolish the second interview with the second manager. It's like a completely different person than the first time I ever applied. And literally within 12 days, I get a call. Hey, we're going to give you the job. The compensation is going to be like 50% more than what you asked for. I'm like, oh my God, this is insane. I start crying on the phone. And uh, that was how I, I landed the job at Shopify. I started in May 2020, and obviously my life's never been the same. Um, me and my wife bought a house in June 2020, and it's been quite the roller coaster, uh, but in the best of ways, honestly. So that was uh, pretty much how I got into Shopify. And um, now I can literally say that I am 100% building my dream career. I wake up genuinely excited about the prospect of what I can work on today. Um, I have some really big news coming out, uh, you know, soon. I don't know when this is going to drop, but um, around this whole theme of building my dream career uh, here in, in Shopify. And I want you to understand, like, you can build your dream career in the right company, right? And you can build your dream career going across companies, but you you definitely need to start to think about, like, what do I even want? That's the question I want to leave with you today. Like, what do I even want for my career? Do I want to be a millionaire? Do I want to retire my parents? Do I want to just love what I do every day? Do I want to work with a good team? Do I want to work with a great product? Um, you really want to start to think like, you know, what do you want when it comes to building your dream career? And if you'll start there, I promise you that you'll go on a great journey to figure out, okay, this is what I want to do, and this is how I'm going to get there. And we're going to help you get there with this podcast. So tune in for the next episode. We're going to start to get right into it, and you're going to love every single minute of it. So thanks for coming to Building Your Dream Career Podcast. Talk soon. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Building Your Dream Career. If you got some value out of this, 
feel free to share it with someone that might need it. Or you can leave a five-star rating on the podcast. Visit the3skills.com for free resources to help you build your dream career. See you next time.